The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. So I want to begin our service this morning with your affirmation card. And it's very important as it utilizes part of a quote that we used last week. And the quote is from the Christmas letter that Dr. Holmes sent to the ministers in the field a few decades ago. And I'm going to ask that you pull that card out and just read along as I share the quote. It reads, each of us has something to give. Let each see that he gives of his best. If we are bringing our gifts to the altar of love, nothing less than the best will be acceptable. Nothing less than all is enough. The giving will never deplete us, nor can it drain the storehouse of the infinite. And we're going to ask that you just read that card silently to yourself for a moment. Let it sink in. All right. For those that are willing, let's read the card together out loud at whatever level of voice you're comfortable with. Each of us has something to give. Let us each see that he gives of his best. If we are bringing our gifts to the altar of love, nothing less than the best will be acceptable. Nothing less than all is enough. This giving will never deplete us, nor can it drain the storehouse of the infinite. Hmm. So speaking only to you, just you, we would paraphrase the wisdom of Holmes to be this. You have something magnificent to give. Set your intention to give of your divinity. As you bring your gifts of presence to the threshold of form, nothing less than your highest and best self will be acceptable. Nothing less than your affirmed and lived divinity will be enough. The untethered giving of your source energy may never be depleted, nor can it drain the limitless energy of God that you are. We paraphrase Dr. Holmes' wisdom to address the magnificence of you, that you are for only one reason, and that is to remind you that just as you are, you are a gift to all that life is, all that life was, and all that life ever will be. To let you know that we know, actually the whole of the universe knows, that somewhere within your journey, 
you not only, not only evolved and transformed your life for the better, that either through deliberate acts of love, compassion, and kindness, or by the sheer resonating energy of your vibration, you put into motion waves of energetic good, waves of the evolution of divine consciousness so that others may evolve and transform their journey as well. And if that's just too flowery of a statement for some of those that listen to our podcast, we'll shorten it up. Because all we're really saying is, is that you have some spir serious spiritual mojo. And that's paying homage to the saints Mo and St. Joe. Where do you think Mojo came from? We'll start our own religious holiday myth now. Your spiritual mojo is a gift from source. How you express it and live it is your gift back to the universe. We're going to give you some homework in the midst of this hectic holiday season, and here's the homework for you. First, we want you to be certain to take that heart card home with you from, from this week's service, the affirmation card. So go ahead, put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, put it in your wallet. I know some people like to suck it in here. So just saying. Second, we want you to paraphrase the words of home in your own style, in your own words, similar to the, to the paraphrasing I just shared with you. And then send your paraphrasing of that quote to someone that you care about. Heck, send it to someone you don't care about. They may need it more. Or consider posting your version to Facebook or the Twitter, whatever social media you kids are using today. I can't keep up with it. Last, using the wisdom of the Holmes quote as a guide. Write and speak an affirmation for yourself that might sound like, I have much to give to life. I only give from my boundless divinity. As I express the divinity, my divinity to life, I know it is more than enough to transform, heal, prosper, and make whole all that I choose. All that I choose. The giving of my divinity is infinite as I always remain centered within the limitless formative energy of God. And if you want a more streamlined version, it might sound like, I give my spiritual mojo to all of my journey and all of life, knowing it is the divine gift that keeps on giving. So, why are we giving you homework in the midst of the holiday season? Well, first, it's fun for us, really. Second, it's because the intention of the homework in the midst of the hustle and bustle of the holiday season is to keep you centered in the awareness of the magnificence of you in every sacred, sacred moment. And the gift of your spiritual mojo is one heck of a divine gift. 
which is the title of our lesson this morning, A Divine Gift. So, you know, we have a parable, and it's really not a parable. It's more of a pondering, really. And so here's the pondering, and the pondering kind of unlocks the mystery of who Santa Claus really is. And so we ask you to consider the facts of what we know about Santa Claus. We know that you never actually see Santa, only his assistant. That Santa keeps his job until he decides to retire, and that Santa doesn't really do the work. He directs a bunch of helpers to do all the work for him. But he's the one everybody gives credit to for the work. Also, Santa does not work anywhere near a 40-hour work week, and Santa seems to travel a lot. So, obviously, Santa is either a supervisor within the county government or a senior college faculty member somewhere with tenure. That's all we're saying. Here's the moral to the pondering. There's far more to the miracles and myths of the holiday season, same as there's far more to the miraculous gift of you. There's much more to that. You know, we did some research, and what we found is, regardless of what holiday tradition, what holiday um, religious ceremony takes cur occurs at this time of year, with the various world religions, they all have a common theme. A common theme. When you peel everything else away, the common theme is this, a recognition and reflection of the potential of newness, either with an individual or an experience, a demonstration of a guiding, healing, and transformative light, and celebrating the newness of light through the sharing and giving of gifts. Following the light in the east, behold, the Savior is born. Oil for a lamp that should have lasted only one day, lasted eight. The light of the sun crossing into a new season brings forward a new experience of success and plenty. That last one's a Hindu celebration by the way. So once we remove the religious dogma surrounding the various holiday traditions of this time of year, we find they have the same intention. Focus on the light that is always around you and within you. Allow for a new, enlightened, and expanded awareness as this renewed focus fosters the awareness of the gifts of light that you are the gifts of light that you are. The light is the light of the energy of your soul, an expression of source, and a constant state of evolving newness of energy, thought, and form. I want to share something else with you that Dr. Holmes wrote. He said this, Christ is the embodiment of the divine sonship which has come with varying degrees of power to all people in all ages, to every person in some degree, Christ is a universal presence. It was 
impossible for Jesus not to have become the Christ as the human gave way to the divine, as the man gave way to God, as the flesh gave way to the spirit, as the wall of division gave way to the will of unity. Jesus, the man, became an embodiment of the Christ. Holmes was saying, Jesus laid his ego self, egoic self aside, that the divinity that was always there fully emerged. The divinity within you is always there and resides within you, every person sitting around you right now and everyone you know. That spark of loving energy and life, of source individualizing as you, is your gift to the universe, from the universe. And how you embody that light, live from that Christ consciousness of presence, is your gift to life itself. So you see, our beloved, this is why we say to you, you are the divine gift. And we want to make clear about something. We're not merely suggesting or saying to pray and meditate to expand the loving light and energy of spirit that you are. We are saying far more than that. We are saying you are the manifested miracle of an omnipotent, creative, loving, transformative, and endless spirit. And to celebrate that truth every day. To celebrate it. And you celebrate that truth every day by living that truth every day. By acting as the authentic miracle of life that you are. To set aside the trappings of the ego self. You know the ones. The ones that say what we should be doing this time of year. What we should be getting or what we should be giving within the physical world. And simply allow us to set all that to the side and be unconditionally willing to allow the Christ consciousness within you to shine as the guiding light for all to align. To align. What are your shoulds for the holidays? What are you being told you must experience for the holidays? People get bummed out because they're not having a white Christmas. Look, you want a white Christmas? Here's an idea. Book a flight to the Bahamas. The beaches there are very white. And there's no snow. Let go of the shoulds. When you let go of the shoulds, what you're doing is you're releasing the blockages of the light. You're releasing the blockages to that communion source. Dr. Michael Beckwith said this. He said, within our core self is a blueprint of unrivaled individuality. The singular being that each of us exists to express in this three-dimensional movie called Life. There are no stand-ins. Body doubles are understudies. No one can fill in for us by proxy. Realization of this truth alone eliminates the need to imitate, conform, limit, or betray our loyalty to the originality of self. That originality of self he's talking about is the whole of the universe individualizing as you. 
That's the originality of self. And he said, imagine the relief of removing your carefully crafted mask, or should, fashioned by societal forms of conditioning. And instead, responding to what comes into your experience directly from your authentic self. One of the first principles to honor in your relationship with yourself is to respect and trust your own inner voice. This form of trust is the way of the heart. It's the way of source. It is the way of the divine. So whatever these shoulds are that we get wrapped up in, we want to let them go. And we want to move into what is allowing me to be my authentic self. This season is not about paying special attention to any one dogma or theology. There are too many theologies to do that with. But they all have that one core intention. And that one core intention is about going within. Nurturing that light of presence to come forward. Nurturing that energy of source to come forward. Being true to your authentic self. So if your authentic self is saying, be a little naughty this year and save Santa the trip, I'm all for it. Check out the beaches of Nassau. Or do something else that's going to bring you joy, that's going to allow you to set the ego aside. What does that look like for you? Because we're all going to have a different interpretation. And if we can stand in our truth and say, I'm going to live my authentic self, then I also have to stand in that same truth and say, it is perfectly okay for others to live their authentic truth as well. Because they're living their power. They're living their truth. And if I focus on what I think they should be doing or what they're not doing, then guess what? I'm not focusing on my authentic self. I'm not allowing my best self to come forward. When we say love all, all unconditionally, it also means love all authentically. And that's hard, especially during the holiday season. You got relatives you got to deal with. But you can do it. You can stand in your truth and say, I love you, Uncle Bob, no matter who you voted for. Despite the cologne you still wear, I never knew they still sold Old Spice. But that's okay. I love you anyway. I love you as you are. I love your authentic self. Because what Uncle Bob does or does not do in the external realm is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. What do we want to do? We want to expand the awareness of the presence of God within all individuals. And we cannot do that by focusing on what they are not. We only do that by focusing on what they are. And we do that by focusing on what we are. Mary Manning Morrissey said, start living now. Stop saving the good china for that special occasion. Stop withholding your love 
until that first special person materializes. Every day you are alive is a special occasion. And I love that quote. Every day that you are alive, it is a holiday to give. To give of your best self. To give of your love and your light. To give yourself a break. See, the holiday season, what people forget, is it's a time to focus on those things that we've allowed the previous 11 months to get in the way of what we know about our authentic self. What do we know about our authentic self? It is omnipotent. It is boundless. Anything outside of that authentic self has no power. No power greater than the power that I am and that you are. So everything outside of that truth is subject to the power of my word, the power of my vision, the power of my breath. you get clear on that, you get clear on that authenticity, is that not a reason to celebrate every day? Every single day. Esther Hicks said the universe does not know the vibration you are offering is because of what you are imagining or because of what you are observing. Here's the deal. We want you to imagine yourself being that omnipotent, powerful force every day of the week, 24 hours a day, all, at all times. Whatever that image looks like to you, that's the image you want to begin imagining about. You want to imagine that image where you have the desire to give someone something, whether it's a physical item or a spirit answering a spiritual need or an emotional need. You see yourself effortlessly being able to accomplish that. Free of the worry of how do I go about that? And the way we go about that is by letting loose of any logic of how our expressing our spiritual gifts need to come about. See, when people try to use logic with our visions, what they're saying is this is how this needs to come into play. And they're telling the universe what to do. Well, the universe has it figured out. Our role is not to tell the universe logically what to do. The universe is infinite creative intelligence, as are you. Ergo, the most logical thing is to step all of our hows and shoulds to the side and allow that evolution to come forward, to continue offering a vibration of the light of your soul, your consciousness of Christ. And then you begin moving into a knowing that, wow, I'm no longer seeking for my faith to become true. I'm seeking to become true to my faith. That's how we do that. I want my journey, what I am, to reflect back what I profess to believe. Huge difference. So how many of you know Ogmandino? I love Ogmandino. He's a, he's a writer, um, self-improvement writer, motivational speaker. You never heard of him? Oh, my God. 
He's fabulous. Ogmandino is fabulous. And I strongly recommend, if you don't know him, you look up his story. Right? So he's a best-selling author. Right? Always in the realm of self-improvement, self-empowerment. Now, long before Ogmandino was this world best-selling author and self-motivator, guess what? He was an alcoholic that had money troubles out the wazoo. And one day, after a very long night of drinking and partying and addressing his money problems, he decided that the best way for him to get out of the life that he had created was to end it all. So he went to a pawn shop and bought a gun for $3. He figured that would end it, of course. And he tried, and he admits that he tried to pull the trigger, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. Couldn't bring himself to do it. And so now he's wandering the streets aimlessly after this failed attempt, trying to figure out what he's going to do next. And when he gets too tired to wander around anymore, he stops actually outside of a public library. And when he walks in to the public library, the first section that he sees is the self-help section. All the self-help books. So he decided he'd take a look at them. And he read, and he read, and he read, and he read, and he stayed there until the library kicked him out. And he made the, mom the decision right then to transform himself. And in doing so, he managed to completely transform his journey. And from being able to transform his own life, he has gone on to providing the gift of his encouraging story of transformation to millions of others. Here's what Og Mandino wrote. He said, build this day on a foundation of pleasant thoughts. Never fret at any imperfections that you fear may impede your progress. Remind yourself as often as necessary that you are a creature of God and have the power to achieve, to achieve any dream by lifting up your thoughts. You can fly when you decide that you can. He said, never consider yourself defeated again. Let the vision in your heart to be in your life's blueprint. Smile. Smile. So that fear, we all have it, occasionally. That feeling of being impeded by what we know are the powerless events of the external world, you know where that comes from? The ego self. The ego self. That ego self is comparing where we are to what others have done or what others are doing. And so we want to drop that because, see, where we currently are has nothing to do with where you're going to go. And as you live and create the beyond the false logic of the ego, creating, visualizing your journey, from the vast possibilities of your logic-defying imagination. Or as Holmes would say, being centered 
into Christ. Consciousness that you are in perfect function and form. You are acknowledging and applying the gift of your divinity. A gift, as we said, that keeps on giving. Bob Proctor said it doesn't matter where you are, you are nowhere compared. Excuse me. It doesn't matter where you are, you are nowhere compared to where you can go. Love that. Note this. Wherever you choose to go, then go. And it will be the light of your individualized, authentic self. That shining light of divinity that you are. That guides you to where you want to be. Trust in that process. Trust in your gift. Michael, Again from Michael Beckwith, he said, A person all wrapped up in themselves makes for a mighty small package. We love that quote. What's he talking about? Being all wrapped up in yourself. That's our would couldas, and should'ves. That's when we're thinking we need to fulfill an outer expectation as opposed to communing with that light. This morning on CNN, yes, I was watching CNN this morning after meditation. But you know, I saw this wonderful lady and she, she, she was speaking about People that overextend themselves during the holiday season, overextending money using credit cards, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it creates all this angst for them throughout the year. And they s- she said this. She said, this year, give your family and friends the peace of mi- your peace of mind of not being further in debt. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are going to bail you out come January, February. Doesn't that make sense? So just tell them up front, I love you enough that I'm going to give you the gift of not asking for money throughout the rest of the year. Right? But why do people do that? Well, i got to give this gift because it's what's expected of me. It's the shoulda and couldas. They're all wrapped up in that ego self. Let it go. Maya Angelou said, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the change it it has gone through to achieve that beauty. That beauty of the butterfly is achieved by going within, by celebrating the light that you are, by allowing yourself to live from your authentic self. And however you want to choose the holiday season, celebrate the holiday season, that's up to you. That's your choice. Whether you're celebrating Christmas Day or Hanukkah candles or Kwanzaa candles or paying homage to St. Joe, St. Mo and St. Joe, it doesn't matter. Just be authentic about it and celebrate that moment. So we're going to ask that you humor us for a moment because we want to begin or close like we began. And here's all we want to say. You have something magnificent to give. Set your intention to give only of your divinity. As you bring your gifts of presence to the threshold of form, 
Nothing less than your highest and best self will be acceptable. Nothing less than your affirmed and lived divinity will be enough. This untethered giving of your source energy may never be depleted, nor can it drain the limitless energy of God that you are. That is your authentic self, and that is why, our beloved, you are the divine gift. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the tithing affirmation with me. Infinite Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.